Sorry, my friend. He's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Okay. You can trust me. I won't be on the show. I'm gonna be on the show. I'm gonna be the star of the show. You started off as the bad cop, so now you're the good one. Hope this movie doesn't suck ass. It will. <laughs> now you're the good cop. Oh my god. The moral is you're a total bitch. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. It certainly does suck. Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Hope you boys brought popcorn. Cause I'm about to put on a show. Welcome to Good Pop, Bad Pop, where your only news resolution is to keep listening. T, how is it going? Good. Good, good. Happy New Year's. Yes, Happy New Year, indeed, indeed. Um, so what we've got coming up for you all on uh, today's episode is we're going to chat our uh, best and worst of TV movies and video games, books even, I don't know, um, for 2018, and then have a bit of a chat about what we're looking forward to most in 2019. I read. You don't look at me like that. I read lots of books. Do you? I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> Excellent. I, I have none to review. Yeah, well. But yes, you're right. Today's going to be our award show, our best of the year, and probably what I'm looking forward to most is the biggest disappointments of the year, because I'm the bad pop. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Uh, I have a feeling that you're... Uh, disappointment slash worst list is probably bigger than your favorites list of 2018. No, I, 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 I kept it tight. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a couple of things. Uh, all right. I had to find things I haven't already ranted about on air. Mm. So fresh things to rant about on air. Fresh things. Keep it fresh. Keep it tidy. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, let's uh, kick it off, shall we? So let's chat about uh, maybe some of our best TV shows of 2018. TV shows. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, what have I got? You want to go first? Sure. So I guess it's sort of tricky because you're sort of evaluating like what's come out in 2018 versus what did you just happen to watch in 2018. So I'm sort of trying to kick it off with, um, I guess, a bit of both. <laughs> um, so I think one of the best new shows to come in in exactly 2018 rather than the end of 2017, 2018 is uh, Barry is probably one of my favourite new shows that started last year in terms of more of a drama, black comedy type thing. Um, in terms of my overall favourite show that's sort of come out in the last year, but I'll say year-ish because it was still winning of awards of last year, but I think technically it came out the year before that, and that is uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, those are those are my two best picks. And something a little offbeat for me, which is uh, something I don't normally indulge in, is I do have a very favourite uh, revamp of a reality show that came in last year, a little something called Queer Eye. Right. And um, I just, you know, I mean, you see shows get revamped all the time, and they're usually awful. <laughs> I mean, most reboots are, really. Um, but they did a really good job of not just bringing it back but making it really fresh and really new and making it its own thing um i love all the new guys i love the return of you know some old little segments and and tips i mean a lot of my first decorating experience came from watching queer eye as a younger person uh and i've got a couple of other thoughts on ongoing shows that i think had particularly strong uh follow-up seasons but you go ahead and chat about what, what are some of your favorite new shows well this is good that you're doing this one first because i feel this one we're going to have a lot of overlap um and basically i agree my surprise show of the year was barry mm. barry i expected to be awful 
Oh, really? Yeah. So I just loved the idea on paper. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bill Hader plays a hitman mm-hmm. who wants to get out of the biz and start acting. And What's not to love? <laughs> yeah, and the two worlds combine. Now, from the get-go, I'm like, this is something that sounds great on paper and mm-hmm. will be rubbish live. Like, it just won't work. It's HBO, so that's a high watermark. But, yeah, you know, I just didn't think it'd be good. But I loved it. It was so weird. Um, I wasn't as sold on Bill Hader's acting as everyone else was, hmm. but... How dare you? Yeah, so he didn't... He wasn't charming enough for me. He was just sort of awkward and straight-faced and stuff. And But that's what's charming about uh, it. Didn't quite land it for me, but it was surprisingly compelling. Like, because mm. there's no... The thing that was so... It's such a weird plot. There was no direction for it to go with. Mm. And I know I, I quite like my plot threads. There's a formula. There's ways things work. Yeah. And this one I found compelling because it was like, what happens next? What does he do? And then mm. he'd do something, you know, shocking that you wouldn't expect. And you're like, oh, I'm shook. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it just was great for me. That was my um, surprise show. I, I don't mind the, the chaotic plot in terms of that in a show where you just don't know what's happening a show that reminds me a little bit of that in terms of that same kind of um chaos is some of the earlier to mid seasons of weeds was very much like Mm. now what the hell's gonna happen type thing for me it was quite comparable to dexter because dexter was the bad guy serial killing people and you sort of didn't quite know where the plots were going because what Mm. are you cheering for (laughs) like (laughs) Uh, well that's a good point (laughs) yeah so and this was quite comparable in a lot of ways Mm. and um yeah, it just really surprised me. Um, Honourable mentions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are going to go to Atlanta Season 2. Yeah. Now, Atlanta Season 2 was great. They took the high-concept stuff even bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Donald Glover's show about being a poor black man in Atlanta. Mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. this season took a few things, dialed it up to 11. Yeah. And while some episodes sort of let it mellow out sort of thing and go back mm-hmm. to very simple, simple concepts... And I think this worked great. Um, and that's what they do so well. There's no yeah. real overarching plot of Atlanta at this point. They're all sort of like mini novellas, mm. you know, little mini clip shows. And yeah, I just, given how much I loved season one out of nowhere, um, season two was equally strong. Yeah. So for my favorite show of the year, um, mm. it's a tie. Ooh. Uh, first one you've mentioned, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. I was blown away by that show. So good. So sharp, so funny, and it's... I don't know what it's awoken in me, but I've been watching all my <laughs> Jewish comedians ever since. Like, I've been on Seinfeld. Well, they write the best comedies. Yeah, well, it turns out, like, Seinfeld, I'm really resonating with all the, the Jewish comedy in <laughs> the OC and just all this stuff, and it just cracks me up. Um... But I gave this equal uh, a tie with Big Mouth. Ah. Big Mouth loved it. Um, now, I think we watched both seasons of Big Mouth in 2018. Incorrect. No? No. Season one was... Season one was last year, and I have uh, following on comments. So uh, before I mentioned my favorite brand new shows, um, but I do have some comments about ongoing seasons, which I really enjoyed of, of TV, and season two of Big Mouth mm. was definitely one of them. They um, took, Fantastic. yeah, they took what people resonated with with the first season, mm. and again just progressed it further. Yeah, and it got so meta and self referential when they started doing, 
you know, like sex ed episodes and stuff, like oh, sort of man. not the commentary. I love it. Yeah, and I was kind of they were riffing off it, like we're this is kind of what some people wanted us, so we just sort of did it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, and you know, some people said this was making it a bit political, but it was you know, a public service it's announcement. Nothing to be that's honest. not true. I no, mean. And, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I loved it, but, you know, it was, they just sort of took it to 11. They were like, we didn't... It was more Nick Kroll when he'd riff off it as, you know, he does the voices of half the characters. Yeah. Would sort of, you know, look into the camera and be like, this is just kind of where they pushed us. We're sorry <laughs> if you're, you know, anti-liberal or something, you know, and, mm. but this is just where we're going. And I just thought that was so funny how meta it was. But, yeah, really strong. Loved I think it. it's really hard to follow up... Um... A really strong, like a strong, well-rounded first season of a new and very different concept of a show. It's very hard to make a season two for that and have it land just as well. Um, And I think Big Mouth did that very well. And I think Marvelous Mrs. Maisel did that very well. Mm. Uh, Thinking of other shows that, you know, previously have done a very good job of that as well. Things like Stranger Things. Uh, or, or these, you know, very different sort of concept shows where you're like, ooh, is season two going to be as good? And when they nail it with just as much refined writing and execution, it's just fantastic. Was Stranger Things season two 2018? No. Okay. But I was just saying in terms of following up a high concept or different concept show with a second season. Right. Time. Um, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we should have been reviewing 2017. It turns out I have lots to say about all that stuff. But... <laughs> I feel like you should have uh, done some fact-checking here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, what are you going to do? We're already yeah. in it now. Um, but that's it for my TV big hits. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel takes home the mm-hmm. the pop gong yep, for the me. Pop gong. <laughs> and you seem to want to give them one too. So yes, that's... definitely. So if there's any new show you wanted to pick up in 2018, make it Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm. followed by Barry. Now, another one I want to zip through. Uh, is that all your TV covered? Almost. I oh, you've do got more? want to also just, uh, speaking of, um, you know, ongoing shows throughout 2018, I do want to mention uh, that Bojack Horseman had another stellar season this last year, um, especially the standard episode. They always do such weird, fucked up, amazing bottle episodes, and 2018 was no exception. Um, the Free Churro episode. Um, you know, the one where he gives the monologue at the funeral and the mm, whole episode is mm, mm. that one monologue. And I've talked about that um, in our episode beforehand where we talked about um, that season of BoJack. And, yeah, it still resonates with me and it's just phenomenal. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something that, again, did a great job of maintaining excellent writing and execution and, and always manages to do something creative and fucked up for their bottle episode so that was a that was a good job and that wraps up my uh my best of tv and the gongs to marvelous mrs Maisel. yes cool cool yes let's do video games next the best are we yes. talking best let's okay. go doing good stuff yep. we'll save all the good. all the rants to the end oh, all right <laughs> fantastic keeping me angry um yeah. so obviously my game of the year was god of war no! <laughs> I've never heard you talk about that. And obviously it's the best game I've played since, you know, <laughs> The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a, a prop gong to gong every time I mention The Witcher. 
Which, 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 anyway, um, so I'm not going to talk too much about God of War. If you listen to this show, have yeah. a drink every time T says Witcher or God of War. Yeah, so that's probably <laughs> creeped into most episodes. It's just such a perfectly well-rounded game. I very harsh with my time. I try not to do rewatches or binges. They're all mm. carefully planned now. And I played God of War three times. Damn. I played, um, last time was on a new game plus on God of War difficulty, just because yeah. if you did it, you got a funky little shield at the end mm-hmm. and, and it's stupid. I, I did it. I unlocked the shield, but there's nothing else to play. What am I going to do with this shield? I just did it. I just wanted it. I got it. That's a good point. Yeah. Like <laughs> stuff you unlock Waste by, time. yeah, stuff you unlock by finishing a game on the hardest difficulty. Why? <laughs> Yeah, unless, unless that, like, transfers over to an online kind of thing. Like, what is the point of that, really? Just to make you do it again. Just mm. just for just the... um the cool new shield. Just for that pie. Um, so I won't go anymore into God of War. My surprise gaming moment of the year yeah. was the co-op experience, A Way Out. Yes. Now, yeah. if you haven't cool heard of that. A Way Out... It was a designed couch, co- or not just couch, just a co-op game. Yeah. It was designed for two players. Yeah. So and, rare these days. Yeah. And it was like, it was a, a risk because mm. you had to play it with someone yeah. and some people don't want to play with other people. I'm usually like that, but we are always looking for a good couch co-op. Yeah. Now, um, you're two guys, you're breaking out of prison, you're on the run together, mm. and I'm not going to tell you any more mm-hmm. about the story. If you have any interest in a co-op game, Give it a go. Did we get to review this? I don't... I don't know that we did. I think we started this I think it was a bit before... Afterwards. A bit before our time. It was made by the people who um, did the indie game Brothers, if you have played or seen that, which is also a really cute indie game. Uh, similar themes. <laughs> hmm. But very... Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah. And to me, this game was a proof of concept. Just yeah. scratched the surface. So... It was all very linear, closed off, short puzzles. I didn't mind that, though. And, that, and that's fine. I think they can make it bigger. I think they can do more yeah. larger scale puzzle solving, make it like more of an adventure game, mm. but co-op, you know, which would up the difficulty significantly. And New I think, sequel, A Way Out, Leave the Country. <laughs> a, a Way In. <laughs> a Way In. Ah, yeah, I like um, that. And so I think this concept can be taken further. I, I think everyone... I think it was reviewed quite highly, but it, it can't sell much because it's a co-op game. So. Well, yeah. um, so I'm hoping they take that a step further. And yeah. along the way, there's a lot of plot and story and, you know, you can get all mentally invested in the characters and there's all hard decisions and, you know, this sort of stuff. And it just, just worked. It was the most... I was floored when I finished that game. It was... Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, was yeah. my surprise game moment of the year. I forgot we did that this year. year. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot about that. Um, but they're my main two gaming moments. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was I broke my Battle Royale cherry mm-hmm. with... Uh, technically, that's not true. I've been in Fallout uh, Fortnite matches. Anyway, but my proper Battle Royale cherry with um, getting into uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> I've Go now on. knocked out seven... Matches of Blackout and still not fired a bullet. I don't know if I should be impressed or not. Well, I'm just, I'm great at hiding. I've gotten to the top 10, like, most of these matches now. And just, 
I'm great at hiding. I'm a good hider. That would be my only skill. Yeah. Once I went to paintball and um, was the second last person standing because I just hid. You also never fired a bullet. <laughs> oh no, I did. I just never hit anyone because I'm you know, <laughs> shooting is not my forte. <laughs> but um. That hurt. Yeah, God of War mm-hmm. takes home the trophies. Yeah. Honorable mention to Red Dead. Again, yeah. I've talked about that, but mm-hmm. it was God of War for me. How about you, Em? Uh, so I didn't get as much gaming done in 2018 as I would have liked. Um, I One of the things I did play, which I liked and ha- it had a lot of potential, um, was the Telltale Guardians. Um, I think that came out last year. Anyway, I started and finished that, and like a lot of Telltale games, there's a lot of sort of, you know, new backstories you get to explore that had a lot of heart, and I annoyingly was really looking forward to the next story that they were going to bring out of Guardians, which I will now never see. Why is that? What happened? You all know what happened. Um, Telltale went bust if you did not hear any of our previous episodes, so um, that was sort of disappointing in that way, Um, but... (laughs) Other than that, um, I think probably my favorite game I did play was Detroit Become Human. Mm, And definitely the biggest game that I played. Um, Short game to some, but I have a very short attention span. I usually play a lot of indie games, so that was quite a big game for me. Yeah, you're not really the AAA title one. It's more my thing. (laughs) Where's the time? (laughs) Not this guy. So uh, I really enjoyed that. I thought... Um, yeah, it, it takes a concept which I love, things like Telltale Games and things like that, turned up to 11. Uh, yeah, fantastic story, great characters, so many different branches and choices that you can go down. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, so I, I would say that for me, that was probably my favorite game I played. But mentioning A Way Out is a good one because, yeah, it's a very close second for me. I really enjoyed playing that game. Okay, any other yeah. games? Uh not in my best category. <laughs> okay, that's a gong for God of War and a, a pop gong for Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. Does that lead us to movies, the big one? I think so. All right. Um, I'm going to start with my honourables, and then right. you can do your honourables, and then sure. we can reveal the best movie you watch this year. So my supplemental awards, which we're making up on this way, biggest surprise... Of the year for me was yeah. a movie called Cockblockers. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. where every era of good comedy is defined by who's the biggest um, comedy ensemble at the time. Mm. You've got the Happy Madison era with Sandler, Schneider, Spade. Yeah. You've got the... Um, the Apatow era, mm. where you got yeah Franco's, Rogans, and stuff, mm-hmm. and similar, you got the um, I'm gonna just call it the Anchorman era, where you got the um, Ferrells, Rudds, and stuff like that, and all those guys cross over. But mm. this one was interesting to me because it had some of those people in it, but it was sort of fooling around with sort of a new combination of yeah. comedians. Yeah. Well, not comedians, attempting comedic actors. Um. And the big one was John Cena. He's the new... He's the big guy. Yeah, I know who John Cena is. You looked at me blankly as if you didn't know who John Cena is. I'm well aware. Out of nowhere. Um, And it was really funny. Now, on paper, the plot of this movie sounded like it could be a bit weak, a bit crap. It it sounded very generic, kind of high school-y movie kind of thing. So it's end of high school, all the kids are going to prom, and they're all in different situations but potentially looking at 
mm. losing their virginity. Very, uh, very classic American high school. Yeah, it's American blood, Pie, yeah. but from the parents' point of view. Yeah, and with all girls. Yes. Yes, important yes. part of the story. Right. <laughs> Oh, I just don't see gender, I am. <laughs> um, so the parents find out they have rough plans and freak out and go on a comedic adventure to mm. try and figure it out. And um, I won't, you know, review it fully, but I found it really funny and surprisingly heartfelt and a pretty good mature take on the topics, you know, yeah. with parents looking at their kids yeah. as high school life. Um, and just out of nowhere, I really enjoyed it. I didn't expect to. I also really enjoyed that movie, um, and it was marketed a little bit poorly because it was marketed for exactly what it sounds like. You know, parents find out that kids are making a pledge to lose their virginity at prom. Hilarity ensues because, you know, protectionism of child sexuality. But um, it ended up being a lot more than that. And uh, anyway, yeah, again, we won't go into an in-depth review, but I really could. Uh, but yeah, fantastic movie and a bit more um, progressive, a lot more progressive than I expected. Yeah, mm. very good movie. Continue. My other segment is my throwback movies of the year. Okay. I have been waiting a long time to talk about this on the podcast. No. The Fast and the Furious franchise. Oh, no, we're not doing this today. <laughs> no, it's the... Ah. So, I watched Fast 1 in, what, 2000, 2000? When did Fast 1 come out? Who cares? Who fucking cares? I do. I'm going to... No, this is important. you got to hear me <laughs> out. I listen to your crap. Oh, savage! <laughs> right, fine. Talk about your stupid, dumbass car movies. Go on. Let's hear it. It's so... There's, you know, point break with cars. You know, you got Walker, you got yeah. Diesel, and that was whatever, a movie I watched in the 2000s. Now, obviously, I stopped watching them. Are we going to be reviewing a whole, like, no, no, the no, no, whole no. saga of these this year? No, no, no. Is this what we're doing? I just want to talk about I feel like this needs the to be journey. Whole, it needs to be its whole own, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna review episode, them. and it can be your monologue, because I won't be there. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about this journey I underwent, okay, and yeah. I learnt about myself. Yeah, that sounds very nice. Did you anyway. Learn, did I you s- learn about family? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the theme of the movies. Boo! Uh, Not frozen, Jesus. Yeah. So, Go on. I saw a trailer for Fast. Oh, what is it? Fast Seven? I don't. Whatever. The current one. Whatever. Um, and I looked at this trailer, and they're working for spies, and they're racing submarines, and they're flipping over missiles, and I'm like, that's dumb. What the hell's happened in this franchise? And I made it my mission over the year. To find out. I like that it took you a whole year to sit through all these movies. Well, you wouldn't let me watch them. I had to wait till I was out of town. Yeah, I'm not bringing the house while that shit's on. Good thing is they're airline staples, so there's always a couple That's on an airline. True. Yeah, so I snuck a few in there. I could do a, a tease flight reviews on <laughs> half of them. Um, so I'm not going to tell you to go watch the Fast and Furious movies, but... Good what, choice, or people will stop listening to this what podcast. What a saga. Like, you got to watch them. It becomes like... Days of our lives. There's people what with amnesia, becomes? and they come back from the dead with amnesia. And there's people they come and go. Baddies become goodies. The highlight was the Rock with his arm in a cast, and he flexes and breaks the cast. It's like no, I, I can't even comment. That. I've got nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm a big Dwayne Johnson fan. This probably started the Dwayne Johnson a thon. I started later this last year. Yeah. But anyway, that was my retro movie watching of last year. Um, tell us your subcategories, and then we'll talk about our best movies of the year. You go. 
I don't know that I can follow up that. Uh... And that's the problem. You can't. <laughs> They're amazing. I changed my mind. Go watch the Fast and the Furious movies. They went insane. I, unbelievable. Uh... Justice for Han. What'd you watch? I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> I'm going to go fire one up. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> what are we even talking about? <laughs> your your non-favourite movies, as in your... My non-favourite runner-ups. Movies. I don't really have any runner-ups. Your runner big ups. movie moments of the year. Uh, honestly, I don't even know what was... I can only, I've can i got a best movie and some other ones that I'm like, yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, tell me your runners-up. Well, I don't really have... That's my point. I don't really have any runners-up. I just All have right. the best and like everything else was subpar. Ah, so you just have one. Yeah, basically. Brilliant. But what was your best movie? Well, before I get to that, um, I want to talk about... Fast and the Furious 3? Because Tokyo Drift no. was a bit weird, but they brought it back later. <sighs> what I wanted to talk about was... Um, fuck, now I forget what I was going to talk about because <laughs> you derailed me with your Fast and Furious bullshit. Ten um, stars. Oh, no stars. No Three st- thumbs up. Oh, just... All right, okay. Other movies that I saw that were interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, while I don't think that it was a fantastic movie, I really enjoyed the premise of A Quiet Place. Mm. Uh, it's good to see a bit more shake-up happening in the thriller, horror, scary mm. movie genre. Um, so I, I like that. Because, I, I mean, I feel like horror movies have just been the same for the better part of one to two decades now. Like we haven't really moved on from scream. I feel in terms of, you know, the quality, but you can't improve on perfection. (laughs) Well, I'm going to review the scream franchise, including the TV show. Yes. Fantastic. That'll Um, be my new year's resolution. Fantastic. All right. Because Nev Campbell's back. She was in skyscraper with Dwayne, the rock Johnson, (laughs) Nev Campbell. Stop trying to circle this back to Fast and Furious again. I can see those, those wheels turning in your face. It's more I wanted to cycle it back to The Rock. Yeah, well... I'm going to have a Rock episode. Remember Skyscraper? That was great. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, um, what I do like about Jumanji. the last two years... You've watched that this year. I did watch that this year. And we went there. It was very exciting. Not to Jumanji, to where they shot it. Anyway. Um, Hawaii. Yes. It's a real place. Yeah, well, yeah, apparently. Um, no, it isn't. It was very nice. Um... But what I like about what's happening in the, you know, scary movie genre in the last two years is a lot of new stuff, a lot of good new stuff happening. So I enjoyed the premise of A Quiet Place, really enjoyed Get Out, um, which really is from the year before, but the fact that there are some movies creeping in that are just that little bit different and it's just, you know, it's just a good shake up, which I think is great because... Are you brave enough to watch Hereditary? No. Which was the big horror (laughs) movie of late... No, and I hear mixed things about that anyway, so I don't know if it's really worth my time. But speaking of scary stuff, I do want to push myself to watch House on Haunted Hill, the Netflix series. Ah, The Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I do hear that's pretty good, so if I can get enough daylight hours to watch (laughs) that show, then I might. Um, But yeah, so honourable mention to Quiet Place for, um, you know, just being a little ballsy and being a bit different. Didn't really like the ending, thought that was pretty weak. But uh, that aside, 
Um, in terms of what my best movie of 2018 was, and it's a bit of a mild cop-out because it is one I saw recently, it is Into the Spider-Verse. Ah. Love. And we reviewed that, so that, that ties in nicely. Movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I, th- I was thinking about what the strongest sort of, uh, I guess, superhero-y movie was, and I was a big fan of Black Panther. I did really like that uh, early in the piece last year. I liked Avengers, but it sort of stopped halfway in the middle, and that kind of gave me the shits. So because it's a part one, yeah, yeah, and I I don't I like it you. when they do that. Um, and also like I'm just a bit burnt out on Avengers. Like it's consistently pretty good. <laughs> Bad <laughs> I, news. There's one more. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be good because I, I is that the last of that phase. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be good because I don't think. I mean, I would definitely still sit through more because we we don't know what's going on, but uh, we're assuming the roster is going to be trimmed a bit. Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk a bit more about the next Avengers one in our following segments. Um, But yeah, so into the Spider Verse. I know I've only seen it the last couple of weeks, but damn, it was good. It had everything. It was just flawless. So that was my um, absolute favourite movie. Did you say you had a favourite movie? I do. Oh. Have you said it yet? No. Oh. What was your favourite movie, T? My favourite movie. Mm. Of 2018. Was Paddington 2. I'm not joking. <laughs> I know. You... <laughs> I cried on a plane watching Paddington 2. It was like a bear and he can't get home and it ripped me apart. <laughs> I believe you because whenever <laughs> anything moderately about it comes up, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna go see Paddington 2. I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Incidentally, Ryan Reynolds' favorite movie of 2018. That is true, mm. and uh, I believe him more than you, so I will now go see Paddington 2. <laughs> and you know what's great? You can watch Paddington One before you watch Paddington Two. That's true. Did you rate that just as much I as did. Paddington Two? <laughs> I did. Like, <laughs> it was weird how I got to this point. <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear this. It was on Reddit, and someone's like, hey, what what's the deal with Paddington? It's sitting on a perfect 100 on Rotten Tomatoes with, you know, 800 reviews. I don't know, numbers. But, like, why is this good? And everyone's like, yeah, it makes no sense. It's like a CGI, bare, real action, you know, generic British actors. There's no reason for it to be good, and yet it is. And... Paddington one, he's leaving the woods to find home, and it's heartbreaking. He finds a family, they take him in, they learn from each other. They end up learning more from him than he learns from them. Is it just like 100% wholesome? Yeah, yeah. Is it like that feeling you get whenever you watch the Goldbergs? It's that feeling you get in Fifo Goes West. Fifo! Papa! Yeah, like wholesomely heartbreaking. Well, it sounds terrible. I don't want to see but that. But with the less less grim than that. Less grim. Yeah. Like, somehow that was the happy ending in Fightful Goes West, but it was oh. still... Anyway, so in Paddington 2, he gets wrongly accused of a crime. So was it stealing too many cookies? <laughs> no. I forget what it was, but it was something. Anyway, he has mm. to go to prison. <gasps> no. And everyone in prison is scary. But, yeah, this could be a dark film. Uh, how does this go? But then he wins them all over. Because it's, yeah. it's a bear with a heart of gold and marmalade. Did he bribe people? No, he doesn't have any assets. It's a okay. bear, Mandy. Grow up. I wonder if this was a dark film or not. No. But, um, like, 
so good. <laughs> just <laughs> blown away. 10 out of 10 <clears throat> pairs of gumboots. 10 out of 10 marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> um, and because it's like, my mum was big in Paddington Bear, because, mm. you know, spent a bunch of time in England and stuff, and so, oh, yeah, it's Paddington Bear. It was a Paddington movie. I'm like, sure, mum. <laughs> but no, she was bang on. Um, so everyone, like, people my age, people with kids, it's great. It's a kid's movie by design, but it's just perfection in a <laughs> wholesome... It's not even a kid's movie, just a movie that's good that kids can watch. Oh, well, that's nice. And it was the best movie I watched last year, other than Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're a wide mm. range of movies. <laughs> that is true. Although, speaking of things, um, not movies, sadly, um, but just because you were talking about Fast and Furious 7, or oh, just all of them or whatever, mm. um, and how you sort of went back to watch them. A show that I started watching this year, um, which isn't a new show, but it's in its third, fourth, fourth, fifth season, is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which was a surprising show for me. Uh, I really got into it. I watched the, f- I watched it once and was like, ah, oh, I just sort of forced my way through that. wasn't very good. Also, I'm not really into musicals, so it wasn't really my jam. I didn't know it was a musical, so I don't really know what I was in for. However, I put it on a second time um, because I was, I don't know, bored, I guess. And I thought, oh, I'll, you know, sit through this again, just have it on while I'm doing stuff. But I got so into it because I knew the songs were coming and, you know, all the words and um, just had really good themes throughout. And, uh, yes, that was a surprising show for me, very unlike me to like. But, uh, yeah, that's one that I revisited, which is ongoing. And um, I'll talk about that a little bit more, you know, following mm. I think you've talked Seconds. about that one before. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and we're allowed um, revisits. Like, you know, you can't watch everything in one year. I'll review a five-year-old movie if I want to. Yeah. I've reviewed an 18-year-old movie, so take that. That's a good point. Yeah. All right, so does that bring us to so our... So that's a gong for Paddington 2 and a gong for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, yes. Um, finally, my favourite, biggest disappointments of the year. <laughs> the worst of everything. I have a movie mm-hmm. and a TV show. Okay. Um, what have you got? Uh, I've got a game. I've got just sort of like bits and pieces of TV, really. Right. So yeah. Want to go first? Yeah. Um, so let's start with uh, how we started with the best, with our worst. Uh, we'll go with TV. So, I. Uh, I'm not going to go with the absolute worst at this stage, but I will talk about what's sort of dropping off a bit and what's not really hitting it for me anymore. Like, I sit through a show until it's dead. I, I hate that. I, and I do it all the time because I just, I don't like things unfinished. And um, and I, I will persevere, but it is going to be a genuine struggle. Um, I'm finding a lot of the Arrowverse shows to be difficult. Oh, CW. Which, which breaks, all of it. breaks my heart because I... Love early seasons of it. I love the characters a lot, but you've met them. I have, um, Stephen. If you're listening, I'm really sorry, <laughs> but I just uh, I'm struggling with Arrow. I'm struggling with Flash, but not quite as much. Um, I've never liked Supergirl, so that's fine. Um, that's still pretty bad. Uh, I will say that of all of them, um, 
Legends of Tomorrow is still the strongest because they're really leaning into the skid of their weirdness. And I think... Yeah, it's not because it's good. It's just because you're getting something different from it. <laughs> yeah, but they but they know what they're about now, yeah. so that's fine. And I know what I'm getting with that. Like, you're not getting a, you know, drama action show. Mm. You're just getting a weird action show. Comedy action. Um, so I'll say that that's kind of, you know, middling to trailing off for me. Uh, in terms of... Even um, laterally, in C- just on CW... Yeah. Uh... The 100, we faded on that one. Oh, yeah. Are you even still watching Supernatural? I've just tried to pick it up again because I feel like I've come this far. I've sat through 12 or 13 seasons and I'm this close to the end (laughs) that I just got to keep doing it. I feel you've got to punish a show where the quality drops. Uh, If a show relies on loyalty rather than quality, they'll just keep churning out crap. Yeah, but as long as people watch it, I mean, that's fine. But the thing with Supernatural is it has real ebbs and flows. Like, I, I, I watched most of it at once, so I can't remember what season exactly. But I think seasons maybe five and six were very good, and then seven and eight were bad, or vice versa. I can't remember. But it it comes good, and then it goes bad again, and it comes good. So you kind of just got to persevere and hope that it comes good again and i'm hoping that it will but uh yeah i don't i don't know so i'm struggling with most cw shows our um media library is like chockers with cw shows that we don't watch anymore yeah we're flicking through and go what should we watch Mm, not cw (laughs) got any goldbergs um which uh is actually a show also consistently fantastic so i should have mentioned that before um, I have some news on that. Oh, yes. They're doing a cross... What, 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 what? crossover... Yes. ...with The Wedding Singer. Fuck off! Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. They're doing, obviously, some sort of wedding episode. <gasps> and I think they've roped in John Lovitz... Okay. ...to do his character from Amazing. Wedding Singer. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I think that'll be great. I'm very excited about this right now. <laughs> I don't think they got Adam Sandler <laughs> or Drew Barrymore. Well, that's disappointing. Oh, they could. Th- oh, no, they couldn't. Wrong, no, wrong network. Never mind. <laughs> but, yeah, John Lovitz doing his, um, what was his line? Like, he's gone insane. <laughs> and I am reaping the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Yeah, so. I'm looking forward to that. I don't um, know how that show maintains the content. <laughs> I just does anyway we can talk about that in uh things to look forward to um what were we talking about oh yeah things Dig- like disappointments shit. yes so shit things shit things um other disappointments that were surprising was season two of westworld ah uh, yes this was one of mine yeah i mean what a steaming turd <laughs> like i started off so polite and actually that's not true i hated this whole time i was like oh it's just not as no fuck that it was bad it was very confusing. Like, what timeline is this? Can you at least wear a different hat or something? Like, yeah, was... they're running three timelines at once, and I'm just, uh, yeah. So they're trying to do the the framing thing. We have a future timeline, a past timeline, and a present timeline. Mm. But like, seventy five percent of these timelines was just Bernard wandering around hallways, being like, I don't understand what's <laughs> happening here. I'm going to adjust my glasses, yeah. and. He was doing that in all the timelines, so all I could do was try and piece together who was dead and who was around and what was <laughs> happening. I'm like, all right, that person's pretty sure they're dead, so this must be in the past? Yeah. I don't know. It was very confusing. And that that sort of 
explains like my previous comment about how hard it can be to make a second season of something that was pure gold the first time from a really original concept and following that up with something just as strong and they failed to deliver on that. They, I call this the lost effect mm. and I've probably said this before, lost is the worst TV show ever created mm-hmm. in that it's disingenuous and insulting to the watchers. I stopped lost in the middle because I'm like, you guys don't know what you're doing. You're just being weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. And Lost did that the worst. Um, and Westworld 2 went, we'll do the same thing. You know, no progress. We had a couple characters going on their little sagas, but yeah. it was just like, let's let's make this all weird and out of order because, you know, it's cool. And everyone on the internet will talk about it. Everyone on the internet wants you to fuck off. It was... I was angrily disappointed on how confusing yeah. and rubbish that show was. And I loved season one. Yeah, it's very disappointing. So um, I don't know if they are making... So I remember season two wasn't meant to come out for a while. Like, it wasn't meant to be until this year. Um, but they obviously got too keen and rushed it and fucked it up. Oh. Um, so Are they making a third season? They're all... I don't know. I mean, I won't talk about it, but I'm like, I don't know what the third season would even be about. Yeah, I just had these tangents that went nowhere. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to go to feudal Japan world and that'll be cool. And they did that. But that all had nothing to do with the main story. We're just like, we're in the Japan simulator. Let's go on a big journey with ninjas and stuff. And then they went, okay, let's go back to the other place. I'm like, why were you there in the first place? What are you doing? This was a pointless two episode diversion just to have ninjas. Yeah, wasn't great. (laughs) So uh, that's probably my... I would probably call that my biggest disappointment in TV um, this year. Uh, last, or in 2018. Um, oh, half honourable worst mention. <laughs> even a thing. Um, I guess... Uh, yeah, I've had some time to think about it. I think Maniac was maybe a little bit disappointing because it had mm-hmm. so much potential and promise and so many good things about it, but it just didn't stitch together right. And um, that was a bit of a bummer. I certainly wouldn't call it the worst thing I watched by any means, but um, more of a slight disappointment. It's more there was a hundred awesome things about it, but it made up, summed up to less than the sum of its past. The aesthetic was cool. The technology thing was cool. The actors were great. Yeah. The realities thing was great. Mm. Nothing made any sense and nothing meant anything. So, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. it was all just... Or sizzle and no steak, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was my worst of TV. Um, do you want to go your worst TV? I've got... Uh... No, mine was Westworld 2. Oh, yeah? So that was my big one. All right. Um, and did you did you say worst movie already? I have a worst movie. Okay. I don't have any games, though. All my games were... Oh, I'm... I'm... Building a disappointing game at the moment, maybe. <laughs> ah, yes, interesting. Yes, well, but, stay tuned for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my, the only game that I played that was a bit disappointing, and, and more due to my own fault, um, I was really looking forward to We Happy Few. Mm. Um, I mean, it was basically two of my favourite game franchises pushed together and made a baby. Uh, it was kind of looked like Bioshock and Borderlands combined. And it, it had promise but it just didn't get there for me it had some really annoying mechanics which you could turn off but the fact that they were there was a bit annoying 
but just wasn't really executed very well. Like it took a long time for anything to really happen, and I haven't really picked it back up again, which is a bummer because I was waiting for that for like eighteen months or something. I was been mm. hanging for that, and then nothing. Um, but anyway, what's your your worst of everything's? So my only one left is my biggest movie disappointment of the mm. year. Now. It's disappointing, but we kind of knew it was going to be disappointing. I'm talking about a Ready Player One. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I read that book. I forgot about that because that was so early in the year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I read that book earlier in the year and quite loved it. Amazing uh, book. Yeah. And Especially I know. Especially if you're a pop culture nerd. Yeah. Now, there's critics who say, oh, they just listed things and it was cool. I'm like, nah, they, they got the spirit right and it was great. And I knew taking it to a movie, there was some stuff. That wouldn't work. It was always going to be hard. I'm surprised they got the amount of licensing that they did, though, mm. for something that so heavily relies on, uh, like, 80s pop culture. Mm. Um, so Spielberg did it. It was a lot of... It was a big, shiny spectacle, but... See, and that was... That was kind of part of the problem, because he refused to put in any of his own stuff in the movie. But he did, though. There was a DeLorean and a... T-Rex <laughs> and I don't remember it was earlier in the year mm. but um, they didn't quite capture the feel of it the only bit I really liked so it was more about it was sort of poking fun at gamers in a world where the, the stakes mattered and it was this whole hodgepodge of weird feelings um, and they didn't do it that way in the movie. The best part for me was... What's that actor's name? He's in Silicon Valley. Used to be in Silicon Valley. Oh, um... Hey, That guy. That guy. He's in things. He's in Deadpool. He is... AJ Di- Miller. AJ yeah. Miller. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. There we go. Forgot. And so TJ Miller was the mercenary in it, and he's all like, big, strong guy. And... I did like him as him, actually. Yeah. That was good casting. And he'd be like, oh, I need you to take care of this. It's like, okay, I was going to check with my mom. And like, you know, <laughs> this whole juxtaposition between serious gaming world and gamers mm. and stuff. And some people hated him in it. I'm like, no, that was the feeling the whole movie should have had. He was the only mm. character that sort of had that, you know, how everyone, gamers tend to take themselves a little seriously. And this is all a bit dramatic. And it was all meant to be absurd. Like, we have to save the world. And there's, you know... Batman surfing on a DeLorean with a Pikachu and it's like this is ridiculous like but it's really important and serious and that was they did do a good job with some bits but I I forget the part that was disappointing to me but um it was always gonna be a hard one to nail well in the book they have big um these challenges Mm. and there were things like Pac-Man and Guitar Hero and Joust and Mm. Pong and stuff that made it you know sound cool in the um book but wouldn't be very cinematic yeah and that's i had to give up on some of that um and Mm. this weird thing where they did this homage to um the shining and that's right they put in this whole other weird thing instead yeah and it had nothing to do with anything and it was just yeah because they had to replace a lot of stuff because yeah spielberg refused to be self-referential because he thought it was a bit on the nose and like to a degree fair enough but i mean it yeah, he really should have done it. <laughs> and mm. they wouldn't have had to put in so much other shit. Mm. So they mm. missed the mark with a few things. Um, 
And the whole thing where they worked out the bad guy's password because he wrote it on a post-it note on his thing. It's dumb. Isn't that what actually happened in no. the book? I can't remember. No. Mm. I forget what they did in the book, but anyway, that was a very disappointing movie for me. Yeah. Mm. Damn. You so got any more disappointments? Uh, no, that's pretty much all my disappointments. So if that's all of yours, then uh, after the break, we will tell you what we are looking forward to in 2019. T, welcome back. Hello. 2019, here we are. I'm going to get my other note. Get your other note. I've had complaints from the listeners about me using paper and pens on air, but... That's mostly from me. Stop that. Out. Sorry, it sounds very office in here, very, very professional. All right, Stay so looking there. forward, I had a quick look around. Um, there's the obvious ones, so there's uh, the Endgame Infinity War mm-hmm. is coming up. Yeah, if anything, just to complete my review of Infinity War because <laughs> Infinity War Part One had a hundred awesome things. I can't tell if it was an awesome movie because it's not finished. Oh, yeah, um, let's start with movies. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm. Now, we're how in a are you ve- feeling with this? We're in a very interesting place with the mm-hmm. Star Wars franchise. Um, I don't think we've talked about Star Wars on the pod. Anyway, surprisingly, no. Yeah. We just haven't had an opportunity to yet. And I think I loved Force Awakens. Mm. I know it was safe and a carbon copy of New Hope, <laughs> but that was important to wash out the bad taste of the prequels. Fair and work with the good stuff. So mm. I loved that. Um, Rogue One mm-hmm. loved it. One of my favorites. Um, it was a real Star Wars movie. Yeah. And I rated that so highly. And at this point, we're rolling. We're on high. Like, everything's working. The spin-offs mm. work. The movies are great. And then The Last Jedi happened, which I've now watched two and a half times. And that is awful. Bummer. I hate that. That movie was so bad for so many reasons. There's like nine or ten levels where they screwed up. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it, but go on. Oh, I hated it so much. And there were some beats there that I really liked and were really important about starting fresh and, you know, let's find a new way and stuff. Mm. And it just didn't work for me. Um, and that's a whole, you know, massacre I can rant about another day. Now, we should do a whole Star Wars to date episode at some point. We could. We'll, we'll have to wait till for a year's time. When um, When is the next one coming out? End of the year, I think. Uh, yeah, they usually come out around December. November, December. Now, then Solo came out. Mm. Now, what was interesting, I think everyone hated Last Jedi, so they didn't see Solo. Because Solo had a bit of uphill sledding because yeah. everyone thought it was a bit on the nose. Like, Rogue, Rogue One was a story worth telling. Mm. An origin story to Han Solo? Like, no, no one cares. Yeah. Um, I guess it's easier money to make a... Yeah. yeah. And then it wasn't that bad. I didn't hate it. Like, it didn't need to exist. And it was a bit... It was a lot of on-the-nose stuff. You know, where <laughs> the dice and where he got his name from. Yeah. Um, Gambino as... Well, Glover as um, Lando was great. Mm. And there was some yeah. sort of um, allusions to the history of um, the rebels and mm. stuff, which was yeah. nice. And they were setting up for the next one, which I think was going to be... Um, an obi-wan origin story and that was you know we had a darth maul appearance and that was setting stuff up but no one went to watch it 
And I think Disney up until this point went, yep, make whatever. People will go see it. And yeah. people finally didn't go see it. And which is crazy. They made half a billion dollars, but they spent half a billion dollars. I don't know how movies work. It sounds absurd to me. So anyway, anyway they've canceled all the spin-off movies is mm. the point. Now, this is putting a lot of pressure on episode nine because mm. you've, this is the return of the Jedi of this era. It's mm, got to be good. True, yeah. It's got to wrap up. Point. It's got to wrap up the stories. You've got to recover from The Last Jedi. Also, there's no side movies to bulk yeah. up the franchise anymore. So, not there, that there's going to be as much pressure as probably was on The Force Awakens, but I'm fascinated to see how this turns out. But is that going to be the last one that they make? Of this, or oh, there'll be more, but this is the last one of this trilogy. Oh, right, okay. So, they're, I think they're talking about doing other galaxy i don't know to be honest it's mm. it's all being diluted and yeah. but this movie is important mm. whether that means it's good the only thing we know about it i haven't really looked into it but the jump doing a year jump okay which is important because they the rebel alliance was basically wiped out in the last movie yep also sometime in that year carrie fisher princess leia's gonna die sadly rest mm. in peace carrie fisher um apparently she's gonna be in it a lot Really? Yeah, so... I don't know how... Anyway, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. We'll see. Um, So, there's a lot of build-up to it, whether you'd call it hype or being excited about it. I will obviously probably see it at a midnight session and... Of course. We'll see. Um, So, that's... Those are the two big movies coming up. Okay. Um, You got any movies you're looking forward to? I have a lot of movies I'm looking forward to this year so this year um as you said we're getting the next avengers uh part two of um who's he what's it and so that's gonna be look i don't even know if i'm excited about it i just know that i will see it hmm. um yeah i guess i just kind of want to see how that concludes so we're getting at the very least two new mcu movies next year we're getting that and the next um Spider-Man, which will, which I am looking forward to. Um, we're also getting eight new Disney movies. Jesus Christ. Not including Star Wars or Marvel. Um, of those eight, there is only two original stories. And of those two, one of them is based on a book. <laughs> so we're just... So, what, so they're doing Lion King. We're getting Lion King, uh, Dumbo, Aladdin... We're also getting Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. Or 5, or whatever the fuck we're up to. Um, and look, I've got a lot of mixed feelings, because uh, I'm obviously a huge Lion King fanatic. Uh, I'm a, just a big Disney gal, really. And you say in your Hakuna Matata pajamas? Uh, I didn't realize I was wearing these. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pajamas. I just wear it to bed. Uh, but anyway, yes, a uh, big Lion King fan. And I just... And look, I, I shouldn't have any complaints about the live-action movie uh it's got a stellar lineup of people in the cast um i don't really give a shit that it's not live action like some people are complaining because it's cgi but i don't know what the fuck people were expecting i mean do you expect them to just film lions and wait for them to do something like um what was that show meerkat manor where they just dub stories onto meerkats just hanging around i I loved that That was good television that was amazing (laughs) i don't know how can we review meerkat manor (laughs) Because it? it wasn't a voice by like Peter Hellier or something. I don't. No, it was the no. the guy who hosted 
Big Brother or something. Oh, anyway. Mike, Mike Goldman? Maybe. Goldberg, Goldman. Anyway, that aside. <laughs> Amazing show. Oh, um, yeah, so I don't really care that it's a CGI live action. Like, that's good enough for the purpose of what they're doing. Uh, but I just don't know that I'm into this live action reboot of things. I think of all of those, the only one that's going to be of note that's interesting will be the Dumbo one because it's a Tim Burton one who, mm. sure, I don't have a history of liking a whole lot. I think you can do a lot of weird, dark shit with Dumbo. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Dumbo was a bit surreal. Yeah, and... that was like kind of creepy in hindsight mm. when you think about it. Because I watched the live reboot of um, Beauty and the Beast and it was cool to see the scenes recreated Mm. But I got bored. I've seen that movie before. It was a line for line remake, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm not really. But then I might have the opposite problem because, like, when I went to see the Lion King uh, Broadway show, I had the opposite problem where I'm like, you're delivering these lines wrong. I don't like it. (laughs) Either be the Lion King or be something else. (laughs) And I worry I'm going to have the same um, thoughts with this uh, live action. Um, so that sort of sums up how I feel about these live-action remakes. We were meant to get Mulan this year as well, but that's been pushed to 2020. Um, don't really care about that because I didn't like the original Mulan, so meh. I don't even know what that is. Oh, well, there you go. All um, I know is the Szechuan song. Yeah, well, Everything yeah. I've learned about Mulan, <laughs> I've learned about from McDonald's and Rick and Morty, so there we go. Well, okay. Uh, I've only seen it maybe once or twice and I just wasn't big on it. Uh, I should re-watch Mulan, actually, because it's... Pretty interesting story. She dresses up to be a warrior so she can be a warrior. Oh, so it's like Tootsie. I don't know what Tootsie's about. Oh, so it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. Wait, wrong way. Uh, well, I guess kind of, but <laughs> yeah, she wants to be in the army, but she can't because she's a woman and blah, blah. Anyway, I digress. And then um, the next Toy Story movie was, is it four or five? How many are there? Four. Four. There's been three. And I just have doubts that it's going to be Good. The, like, how can you follow up Toy Story 3? That was devastating. It's a good point. 3 had a very, or whatever the last one was, had a very final feeling to it. That's what I mean. So feeling I, to it. I don't know if they're going to be like with a new kid or, mm. you know, spoilers. But um, anyway, I guess we'll see. And so I'm sort of, like, I really want to be excited, but I'm just not. Um, and of the two sort of new Disney movies, um, one of them is based on a book which is called Artemis Fowl. Um, oh, I know that one. Yeah, so I think that's going to be interesting. I'm pretty keen to see that. And I, I think that's sort of being made to fill the void of uh, magical movies. Like Everyone's like, well, what's the next Harry Potter type um, thing? You know, we want some some magical business. And the other one, that which is the, the original Disney movie of 2019, is Onward, um, about two elves looking for where magic comes from or magic has stopped and they're looking for it. Anyway, it stars Chris Pratt, so I'm keen. Uh-huh. I'll be there. Um, so, yeah, lots of Disney to look forward to. Is it? Is it looking forward to? I don't know. Uh, but at least looking forward to those latter two. And I will still see all of the um, live-action remakes, but I'm just... Eh, I don't know if I'll mm. be that into it. So keen for those. Um, also looking forward to the Lego Movie 2, the second part. That's going to be interesting. Um, because they had the big ones, so Lego Movie One, Batman, 
But there's other ones that aren't doing as well. Isn't there like a ninja yeah, one? but they're sort of offshoot, so I don't really understand how they work. But this is like proper The Lego Movie 2. So that's going to be good. I did really like um, Lego Batman, though. That's, hmm. that's a great movie. Um, I'm sort of looking forward to How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, because I'm a big How to Train Your Dragon fan. Um, but I'm a bit confused about how many sequels there actually are. Because they've also got a TV show. There's a TV they? show, a and, show, and they might even have also like um, spin-off movies. So I need to sort of look into that to see what's actually anything. Um, Whether it's a real movie or like Shrek the Halls. No, no, no. Like th- this new one is a proper one, but I don't know what came between that and the last proper movie. Or Puss in Boots movies. Um, I like Puss in Boots. Anyway. Uh, Shazam is going to... Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. apprehensively excited because, yes, it's DC, so it'll be shit, but it's also <laughs> comedy, so maybe if they embrace the funny, it'll be good. Uh, plus, also, it's got or my heartthrob, Zachary Levi, double so shit. I will be there. Well, I mean, he's just a gem in everything, so I'll at least go and fangirl out about him and just watch it with big hard eyes, so... Pop quiz. What's his best acting role to date? Ooh. Ooh. All your answers are wrong. It's video game high school. Wasn't the best, in <laughs> but I did enjoy seeing him in that. Also, um, oh, you bring up a good point. I would say probably the chuckle tangled. If we're splitting hairs, I just wanted to talk about video game high school. Yeah, fair, great show. Um, so I'm looking forward to Shazam apprehensively. Um, mixed feelings also, but totally want to see it. Detective Pikachu. I mean, what uh, the hell? I- I gotta. I got to know what that's about. <laughs> I don't know if I can reward that with money. <laughs> like, it's why. Well, that's what I want to find out. So I. I mean, we've know. got two Deadpool's. We've even got a Circle Jerk <laughs> Deadpool sequel. We don't need Detective Pikachu. We know Ryan Reynolds is funny. Like, but I will see him in anything. But he can do anything that isn't Pikachu. It's dumb. No, I think it's going to be great. Well, I don't know if it's going to be great, but either way, I would, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the fuck it's about. Um, also, what's going to be an interesting movie is uh, Rocket Man, the Elton John biopic. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, pretty keen for Men in Black International as With, well. Um, Hemsworth. Mm, because it's not a sequel as such, but it's just sort of set in the same universe, and I think that's going to be really exciting. Um so pretty keen for that. We should be able to see that because I believe that is a movie we can see. Um, like I said, Spider-Man Far From Home, keen for that. What is also going to be a big movie is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's next film. We haven't seen Quentin Tarantino's last film. That doesn't matter. It's three hours. They're so long. <laughs> but um, But do you know much about this one? No, I've never heard of it. All oh, right, so it's uh, it's his latest film about 1969 Hollywood, uh, which features all the people that were killed by the Manson family. <laughs> so you know there's going to be blood, of course. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's a really interesting premise and it's got some cool-looking people in it, so I am pretty keen for that. And I always find it interesting, his his take on historical sorts of movies. Like I quite well, liked Inglorious re- Bastards. He and- rewrites, rewrites the history, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's really uh, quite fascinating. I, but this is also a little bit, because it's so theoretically recent um, in terms of, you know, talking about something like World War Two, which is 
you know, not many people alive from around then type thing. So I don't know how that's going to go. But I'm interested in seeing it. Uh, another long-awaited movie which is coming out is Zombieland 2. Oh, yeah? Um, I will see it, and I don't know that it's going to be very good, but given we've waited so long, maybe it will be. I don't know. Was it really a movie that needed a sequel, though? No, but people just liked it so much that they uh, really wanted to see Did more. they like Zombieland, or did they just like the way how Bill Murray was in it and then accidentally died because he was wearing a zombie mask and tried to scare a guy? I liked it. Yeah. Including that bit, but also the other bits. I don't know, it's just a bit self-aware and fun. Um, so that's coming out, and also I'm looking forward to Kingsman 3. Now, Golden Circle wasn't very good, but I think they can bring it back home, because I'm pretty sure Kingsman 3 is the prequel one about how that's it started. Right. So I think that's um, a bit of a, a good way to have a bit of a clean slate with it, but with some of the same people involved. So, looking forward to that. And that's all the movies that I'm looking forward to. Okay. Um, Do you have any other movies you're looking forward to? No. No? You had a much shorter list? Just the obvious ones. I didn't even look at... Because you don't know about movies until they're out. Yeah, well, I looked up what was coming this year and I was like, oh yeah, I've seen trailer for that, that looks good, that sounds like an interesting premise, I'll see that, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, plus, I'm sure other like weird-ass indie movies will appear in this timeline that I'll also see, but they're all the big ones that I'm looking forward to. Um, I do have some other anticipated movies that I personally am not looking forward to, but sound interesting that our uh, viewers, listeners, maybe... Well, if you're not anticipating them, want to save them for another... No. Okay. I'm going to talk about them. Um, Hellboy is one that people might be looking forward to with David Harbour. Um, so that's got a lot of buzz. Some people are not very happy with how he looks. Others are. It's a whole thing. So that's one. Um, Jordan Peele's made a follow-up movie to get out, which is called Us. The trailer is out for that. It looks scary as hell. I don't know if I can see it, but uh, other people might enjoy that. Uh, other honourable mentions is uh, Glass comes out. Mm. Uh, the old Shyamalan end to the Unbreakable anthology. Is that what that is? Yeah, Unbreakable yeah. and Split. Yeah, that's right. So um, that'll wrap up. All of that. Again, I'm not personally invested, but other people may be interested in knowing that that's coming up soon. And the last one, which sounds interesting, is a movie called Dead Ant. Have you heard of Dead Ant? No. Okay. So that's a, um, a movie about a one-hit wonder metal band from the 80s, and they take a bunch of drugs in the desert and get attacked by giant ants. So... Sounds like an Alice Cooper video clip. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that's a movie that will exist. <laughs> Um, I've also got some thoughts on what will be shit, but let's talk about um, some other good things that we're looking forward to before I get to the the probably shit of 2019. All right. Um, Want to do games or TV? Let's uh, continue our trend and go with TV. So I only had two things. Like, obviously, all the shows I like, I'm looking forward to more of it. Yeah. I actually had a few things. Um, so the big one that'll start this year is Game of Thrones. Mm. Um God, at this point, I just want it to be done. Yeah, it's a bit that way. It's a whole thing. I enjoy Game of Thrones. Big fan. I've read the books up to date. Mm. Um, but it's exhausting. And it's not the show's fault. The show's great. Mm. The last season was a bit bit dialed up to 11. Yeah. Well, at least shit happened for yeah, once. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it needs to. 
but I'm exhausted around people talking about Game of Thrones, and I understand the irony of talking about <laughs> Game of Thrones on a podcast. But it's like, Game of Thrones is coming out, like, cool, I'll watch that. And then yeah. the internet is all Game of Thrones mm. for months, and it's like, shut up, just let me watch a show. I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to, just let me watch it. And yeah, just yeah. a bit sick of all the yeah, and I need to wrap it up. The and theories were fun for a while, but we are going to a point now where it's, it's like years. just end. Um, please, so that, but as we've mentioned before, this could be a new beginning mm. in that they might be making a TV show for magicians based on right, the Ray yes. Feist books. Was that Netflix were doing then? Yes, right. So that'll be hopefully late this year. Might not scrape into this year, but I think they were trying to sync it up with the um, end right, yeah, okay. of Thrones to fill that void. Um, so that one, I have no information on that yet, though. So that's just a cool idea. Mm. The weird one I'm into that I'm looking forward to this year is American Dad. Okay. <laughs> Go on. I have a huge soft spot for American Dad. Like, Family Guy's crap now. Um, I mean now. <laughs> Cleveland show got cancelled, but all I feel like they put all their best ideas into American Dad. I do agree. And they've been doing that for a few years now, and it's just sort of slipped under the radar. And the show just doesn't get aired. Like they air Family Guy, but they're just not airing American Dad. And I think they made an announcement. Oh, we're just sitting on all the episodes, and we're going to do a twenty-episode run in twenty nineteen. And I'm like really happy about it. Is it 20? I thought it was more than 20. Oh, 24. I don't know. I thought it was something ridiculous, like 40 or something. Whoa. Yeah. Right, that's so that's maybe why they're they were hold, holding it back. Yeah. Two episodes worth. I think. So, I'm not, I can't remember. But. I don't know. I just like it. I'm excited about it. I just want it to be back. Yeah. Um, Monday TV for us is always quite boring because it's all the cartoons and there's only really one that I genuinely enjoy watching and that's Bob's Burgers. Hmm. Um, I don't mind American Dad, but if it's not there, I don't miss it. Um, oh, no. But it's just... I have a, a cartoon void I need. Mm. Um, if they do season two of Final Space this year, I would quite like that. I do hope that comes out this year. Yeah, that was that was a Netflix cartoon that was just very unusual in mm. its sort of hybrid comedy drama stylings. Yeah. It was very gritty and serious while also being... It took a bit to get into, but then I quite liked it when it did, yeah. Mm. So that'll be good. Mm. Um, other than that, just the more of the same... Yeah. Shows I already like. I want more of it. Yeah. <laughs> shows I don't like. I want to get cancelled. Fair call. Um, you got any TV shows you're looking forward to? I do. So, um, a lot of what you have said, I look forward to seeing more of uh, what we already watch. Um, two shows that we do. Well, yeah, two watch that. Two shows that we do watch. Plus another one we don't yet. Um, you're the worst and. Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt are wrapping up this year so they will do their final seasons in 2019 and I think it's probably a good time to wrap both of those uh, particularly You're the Worst I don't uh, like I really like that show but I think if it went much longer it would be dragging it out a bit I do think we probably could bleed more out of Kimmy but I do respect that um, Tina Fey wants to move on to other projects for example she started um, or produced another show called Great News, which is all right. Um, I can't remember if I've reviewed that, but I'll talk about that at a later date. Anyway, um, so those are two shows that are wrapping up. Um, for those of you who watch Broad City, um, that will also be having its final season in 2019. I do keep meaning to get into that because it's um, it's it's the mid-20s version between 
girls and sex in the city. It's like that mid twenties women in New York type thing. And I kept being told that I would love it and I probably would. So uh, maybe once it's all wrapped up, I can sit down and have a little binge watch of that. Um, so they're wrapping up. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to True Detective 3. And I know that we didn't watch 2. And the good thing about True Detective, I guess, is that because they're kind of anthologies, you don't really need to see one to get the other. But I never heard anyone talking about uh, Season 2 or Number 2 of uh, True Detective. But I am hearing a bit of buzz about True Detective 3. So will that be worthwhile? I don't know. I might find out. Um, so there's that. Um, what else? I had another one. Uh, Stranger Things 3, of course. Looking forward to that. That's Now that's going to be a third and final, isn't it? Uh, last I heard, they were making it the final, but I also haven't seen anything confirming that more recently. Because, hot take, I didn't like to. <gasps> Ooh. It didn't do it for me. I Ooh. felt, one, if it stood on its own, was a masterpiece. Two, I was like, eh. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I liked two, but I think it is, like I said before, it's very hard to follow something up that's very original like that. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the final piece in that trilogy. Uh, what else? New shows that are coming out that I'm looking forward to having a bit of a look at um, is Sex Education on Netflix. That looks like it's going to be uh, interesting and funny. And What's that? Um, I don't quite know how to explain it, but there's like a college kid and his mum is a sex therapist and he decides to be a sex therapist, I think. Anyway, so he tries to study that through college. Um, you know, amusement ensues. Uh, watch the trailer. It's on Netflix. So I'm looking forward to that. Also on Netflix, um, both of these shows are in January, February, so you get to watch these really soon, everyone, is the uh, Carmen Sandiego series. Huh. I think that's going to be really interesting. Um, I, okay. I don't know if it's going to be great, but I look forward to finding out, so I'm going to watch that. And they're the two sort of new TV shows that I'm looking forward to seeing next. Okay. Yeah. And then lastly, video games. Mm, what so, games are you looking forward to? Just one for me. Um, yeah. It's called The Outer Worlds. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, it's being made by Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Now, the significance of this... Mm-hmm. Firstly, they released a trailer, just dropped it with some interesting timing, which I'll go into. But it looks very Borderlands meets Fallout. Oh, that one. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was trying to remember what that was called and I forgot. Yeah, so the significance is, firstly, Obsidian, famous for making uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2... Um, what else did they make? They did the South Park game, Stick of Truth, so the good, so the good one, and Fallout New Vegas. Mm. Now, if you know your Fallout history, you'll know they got a different company to make New Vegas. Um, Bethesda did got them to make it, and uh, there was some trouble regarding them getting paid, and uh, the whole thing. And it's an interesting story if you get into it, but the punchline is new vegas is viewed as probably one of the strongest of the fallout games right now bethesda screwed them out of their cut and kicked them out the door for apparently they wouldn't patch the game so it's a fallout game they're glitchy yeah and they said oh if you get over an 85 on metacritic you guys get all the money and can make more stuff and 
they got an 84 on Metacritic and didn't Ooh, get a dome. Bummer. And all the negatives were like, it's glitchy because Bethesda held back patches to mm. fix, all the, fix all the glitches. This is all hearsay on Reddit, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but it's interesting, they dropped the trailer. No one knew they were making this game. Mm-hmm. And they dropped the trailer right at the height of Fallout 76 sucking ass. Right. And they're having... Convenient. Yeah, so they're failing and failing and failing and having problem after problem after problem. And then they come out with this trailer going, remember New Vegas? Mm-hmm. You know, remember good Fallout? We got your back. Stay tuned, 2019. Got something for you. Yeah, so it looks like it'll be RPG, mm. um... That art style, yes. that and with you sort of everything is compared to Borderlands these days, but it just because it's the best looks um, looks bang on. Love so it. that one I'm very excited for. Mm. Yeah, I've just too. thought of another one while I'm sitting here. Um, Project Red or CD Project Red, the people who make oh, The Witcher, yes, they're doing their new IP. So The Witcher's done. Um, they're making it's called Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's on my list too. Yeah, and it's sort of a sort of a shooter. That's it, like a shooter version of the Witcher RPG style, but sort of a but cyberpunk. Yeah, you know, Blade Runner. So keen. Yeah, Blade Runner style. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Very neo noir. Yep. Looking thing. Yep, yep, yep. So everyone's quite excited about that, and we're still waiting and everything this company does is generally gold because they're real ethical in terms in mm. when everyone's complaining about microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff these guys have been very good about it they're not they're anti screwing with the games anti drm um yeah. when you give them money you get a product mm. so the only money you had to give them was for their Witcher 3 DLCs and yeah. everyone said those were games in themselves that were so big mm. and that's you great. know, you know, no microtransactions and not. Anyway, their next big game will be this year, mm-hmm. and it should be spectacular given the track record. Yeah, awesome. So they're two big AAA RPGs. I'll be looking forward to mm-hmm. and be playing thoroughly once they yeah. exist. Cool. Yeah, I am also very much looking forward to uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, I've sort of got one of each sort of game that I'm looking forward to uh, this coming year, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, even though I've never played one before, I am kind of looking forward to the new Kingdom Hearts game. I'm looking at that as a chance to jump in. Uh, I do know that they either have remastered or are going to remaster all the old ones, and I don't know if I'll give some of them a go first. Um, but it's one of those things I've always wanted to play but just never really had an opportunity to do so. So I might take that as a chance to, to jump on in. Uh, other things I'm looking forward to is the uh, much-anticipated Harry Potter mobile game, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is... Um, I thought they already had the mobile game. Ah, no, that was a declare one. So that's the shit one with um, <laughs> oodles of microtransactions, which people are not happy about. Um, but no, this one is more the, the Pokemon Go type one, uh-huh. um, and that's the one that's going to be actually decent, hopefully. Um, it's got all the right pieces to be a great game, and that's looking like that's going to be a bit of fun. And also in more indie game news, um, the upcoming game from Campo Santa, who did Firewatch, are making a new similar sort of game called In the Valley of the Gods, and that's set in 1920s Egypt, and um, sort of digging around tombs and shit. And again, similar concept. It's about 
two protagonists kind of chatting and doing all that so I think that's going to be something as well to sort of look out for and that's the games that I'm looking forward to in 2019. Just on Kingdom Hearts because I'm the same I want to you see the trailer for Kingdom Hearts and you're like how does this work? Yeah. So you'll see a screenshot and there's the guy he's got his big key sword thing and there's Donald Duck standing behind him holding up Glock. Like why is Donald Duck got a gun? Why are we what? (laughs) Why are we we in this scenario? This is (laughs) This is my Fast and Furious of games. Like, what has mm. happened in this chronology to get to this point? Like, because I, I dabbled in Kingdom Hearts 1 back in the day. I don't think I played it much. But now that they got guns and, like, how are you allowed to do this? Yeah, and that's why I would like to jump in because it, uh, it sounds like an adventure. There Apparently there's some, because I've looked into this a bit, there's, mm. there's resources in the game to catch up on the story. Ooh, okay. Cool. But I think it's something they've remastered heavily, so yeah, yeah. we can check the PlayStation sales, see if we can find some remasters, and maybe mm. maybe we can do a bit of a catch-up and play the old ones Ooh, and could be tell you loyal listeners on what where Donald Duck got a gun from. Yeah. More to come. Like, what else is happening? Like, is that Mickey doing rails? Like, <laughs> that... this week in Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> would watch by the way. Like uh, Steam rail Willy Mickey. <laughs> yeah, uh, many questions to which we can seek answers. Um, and one uh, sort of final thing on um, speaking of looking forward to twenty nineteen, what will be shit in twenty nineteen? Do you have any thoughts on what will be shit in 2019? Westworld 3 at the current rate. Um, is there even going to be Westworld 3? What do I think is going to be shit? I think everyone is going to get pretty fed up of these live-action remakes. Mm. I think most of this Disney stuff is going to get destroyed. You think they're all going to fall flat? Yep. Oh, bummer. Yep. Um, yeah, well, I also don't know because while people can get sick of them, they still have, like, really popular people in them and that's the only way that they can bring the people in. That's like, what I mean. But Beyonce that's... is in The Lion King. I mean... Yeah, it says Donald Glover. Yeah, like, people will go. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, people will go. It'll make money. It's more... <sighs> if it's bad, they still make the money. It's just no one goes to the next one. Right. It's like what I said of Star Wars. Last Jedi was crap, so no one went to Solo. Mm. Nothing to do with the quality of Solo. Fair point. What else do you think will be rubbish? Um, What's it called? I think Bioware's doing one called Anthem. Yeah. Which is, I think it's just their copy of Destiny. I think that's going to crash and burn. I do have similar feelings. They're just trying to still recover from um, Andromeda, I think. Andromeda wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but well, they shut like, up oh, shop and we'll, stuff. We'll go do this instead now. Actually, there was one, I think I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Is they teased a new Dragon Age. Um, so that'll be a big deal. I'm conflicted on whether it'll be good or not. Mm. I'm wondering if, you know, that company's kind of done its dash. Right, yeah. Trending down for a little while. EA got the claws in and Ugh. it's all about microtransactions now. So that's True. all. So you're putting that in your will-be-shit pile? Yeah. And I'm not basing that on anything. I've enjoyed every Dragon Age game. They've radically changed the formula each time. Um, yeah, maybe they'll keep up then. Like, who knows? Yeah. 
And what else? Have you got one? I have uh, several films I think are going to be terrible. I'm going to begin with the fact that they are remaking The Grudge. Like American remaking? They're remaking the American remake of The Grudge. Yeah. Like, why, though? That's, that's a point. Oh, it's there's nothing exactly my point. It's going to be terrible. It's a horror. There's no nothing to add to that. How can you remake of a remake? Like it's just going to be awful. Anyway, so I think that's going to be balls. Mm. Um, I think eighty percent of DC movies will continue to be shit, and the other twenty percent will just be okay. Probably. <laughs> On that note, I think Joker is going to be a shit movie. So the Jacques Juan Phoenix one. Oh, but, that's right. But, like, here's the thing. So it's directed by, and, and produced, at least directed by Todd Phillips. And he did Old School, The Hangover Movies, War Dogs, and the Starsky and Hutch reboot. So I'm not seeing the... Yeah, so I'm like, is this funny? Like, it's more of the 60s or 80s. I can't remember if it's 60s or 80s set, but it's more that kind of Joker, like 60s. in the prime. Yeah. 80s was um, Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's, it's more the, the 60s kind of, you know, in his prime. can surfing one. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think they're going for comedy. And then, um, but, but like Todd Phillips has a 50-50 hit rate for me. So I'm like, it's his... What's his backlog again? Uh, old School, Hangover, War Dogs, Starsky and Hutch, um, other things. Yeah, 50% hit rate. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, Ugh. But given that it's DC, I, I still think it's going to be pretty shit. So I'm guessing that's going to be terrible. They're also doing a reboot of the Adams Family movie, and I like. Firstly, I'm so fucking sick of reboots, and secondly, who gives a shit? I think that's kind of. Well, I love Adams Family. I think it's dated. Like, I don't think you can redo that. Ten years ago, sure. Like, you want to make an email reboot of it? Sure. Well, that was the '90s, but. All right. But I'm saying, if they wanted to do that in 2007, they probably could have landed it in a good time but i'm saying now's not really the time to do that and so i, f- I find that a weird choice i think that's going to be terrible um also there's going to be a movie called super intelligence and um it stars melissa mccarthy and who is selected for observation by the world's first super intelligent ai and it's voiced by james corden which one uh, i hate james corden yeah so look out for that one so yeah, that's he was also in, um oceans eight and he ruined it uh, well, there you go. So uh, that is also in my will-be-shit pile. And that uh, really is the end of my uh, 2019 looking-forward-tos and will-be-shits. Okay. Mm. Any final thoughts for what's coming this year? Yes. Alexa, remind me not to watch Westworld 3. I couldn't find any enabled video skills that can play that. Go to the Alexa app to manage your video skills and devices. Quality listening here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy a new Alexa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think... What was that? <laughs> I think this is... Uh, I mean, Amazon will not sponsor us now. <laughs> <laughs> How would they find out? But anyway. Oh, I digress. So that's our um, best in review, the best and worst of 2018, and all the things we're looking forward to in 2019. What are you guys looking forward to that's coming out this year? What was your best and worst of 2018? Please tell us at goodpop underscore badpop on the Twitter sphere, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash goodpopbadpoppodcast. Until next time, all of our 
regular programming will resume, but uh, until then we're going to keep watching the OC reruns because that's just how we roll over the summertime. Thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Witcher. Now my Witcher. <laughs>